this thing on? Is it working? Is this thing on? Is it working? Hello? Seven. Testing. Testing. <laughs> All right. We're good. It's fucking Friday. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Someone has a little spunk in their step this morning. Yeah, I do. So, huh? episode 12, take two. <laughs> I still haven't explained on the on Instagram why, like what. Anyway, we're back. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. We did take- You can just um, blame it on me. Yeah, well, and we, uh, who is Fucking also Becca. the lovely Becca, who's, that's who we hear speaking this morning. Becca, introduce yourself. So demanding. <laughs> As I take a sip of my drink. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Becca, the infamous Becca from episode one. That they spoke oh. about. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I'm the stone. I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you're the reason for all of this. I am. Yeah. For uh, those of by, you not watching, this. Uh, I, I pointed at me and Ashley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. That is the reason that we fell so fast in friend love. And that we are here <laughs> today. Love. In friend love. It's true. We're, gonna, we're co- actually coming up on a friend anniversary soon as well, you and I. Are we? Yeah, uh, he looks pan- June... he looks panicked like every man would when any form of anniversary yeah. is mentioned. <laughs> I remember who does it. I'm thinking. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I know what it is. I want to make sure Today, that right? you know no, what tomorrow, it is. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, next week. Next week. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Beck is responsible for everything. Well, that's a lot of responsibility. Well, if it fucking fuck fails, it's your fault. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want that, but I am the reason these two at least know each other. Oh, just piling on the responsibility. <laughs> yeah, no pressure or anything. It's no fine. pressure. Uh, how are you this morning? I'm good. Ashley's asking me because I'm pregnant. So, <laughs> yay. Every time I see you, I'm like, but how are you? <laughs> I hug a little longer. Me too. There is um, two of you now. There is. So. And I'm like, well, everyone's like, have you felt anything? Like, have you felt movement? I'm like, I don't know. Only when I'm awkwardly rubbing her belly and she doesn't expect it. It's like this weird period right now where you sort of feel things, but you don't know for sure if it's the baby. You're like, is that gas? Yeah. No, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But then you're like, no, it's just gas. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) I get it. Feel all the things, though. I would believe you. If you were like, Ash, I'm like, oh, babe. <laughs> but that's but that's the weird thing. I'm the only one who can feel it right now. Aww. Like, it, it's not something that can be felt externally yet. That won't happen for, like, another month. I don't know if I can wait that long. So. I'm so excited for you, but you're not tired anymore. You've moved through, like, the worst of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the worst of the best of it, because it's the well, best experience well, ever. Don't you also get, like, super tired nearing the end yeah so i'm i'm currently in my second trimester which they call the golden trimester so it's like when when your energy comes back when you just feel really good does that feel truthful to you yes 100 percent. okay but i mean obviously the third trimester is going to be hella hard it could be easy (laughs) though right there's it could be a possibility it could be but it's also going to be the hottest months of the year oh Oh, yeah (laughs) There's that too. Well, you look fucking great. Well, thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, it's it's. Uh, you got that pregnancy glow. You have that pregnancy glow too. What's going on with you today, Mike? No, nah, I just had a bunch of cookies yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How are you this morning? I had, I had a fucking great day yesterday. I had a meeting with a gentleman who uh, helped me kind of understand my positioning for my brand. And he kind of delivered it in such a way where I was like, oh, fuck, I get it. <laughs> That's, oh, like the light went off. Oh, you, right. You connected yeah. the dot. And he was, <clears throat> so he basically said, like, in order to figure out your positioning, he's like, you need to put together your positioning statement, which is, like, what do you do? Who do you do it for? And what about the way you do it is different from the rest? And I was like, he, it was literally just like a Mad Libs, fill in the blanks, like, do this fucking thing and there you go. There's your positioning statement. Now it was more complex than that because like he said, you're going to have to write down like a hundred of them and kind of work it and pick the best. But I left that meeting and I was like, Oh my fucking God, this is <laughs> the fucking greatest thing ever. And I, I felt really bad because I wanted to go straight home and work on it, but I had a photo shoot. So I haven't really dove into it particularly hard but, the but questions i'm super pumped up really about excited. it yeah like the way he was like this this is how you put together your positioning statement and using this positioning statement is going to dictate the way that you solve all the problems in your business you handle the situations in your business you can look at this as like a guiding light of how everything gets managed in your business so like you know a problem comes up well this is my positioning statement. What do I need to do to kind of handle this this situation in the way that Wing Studios would handle this situation? Right. So I'm fucking pumped. I'm <laughs> so pumped up right now. You have no idea. I can like, feel it. People, I can feel it. You can feel I went it. To, I went to a photo shoot the other day and the, the person I was shooting like stopped me at mid-sentence and she was like, you're fucking glowing right now. Like what is going on in your life that has made you you're this way? You're ferociously masturbating underneath this table. <laughs> it's just a little bit of sweat. <laughs> oh, that makes me happy for you, man. Yeah, I'm pumped up. I'm so really you know up. how you're going to answer the questions kind of or you're excited mm. to sit down and take this time to like storm through the brain. It's, yeah, I'm excited for the process ahead because I have no idea, like, I might be miserable next week when I fucking, I'm a hundred versions deep into this fucking process and I'm like, I still can't figure it out. Did you but, think about it, Becca, did you think about it immediately when he said those questions? I don't know if you noticed me, I picked up my phone, I'm like, typing the questions, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna remember this shit later. Um, but did you start thinking about it immediately and like applying it? Yeah. Or, I mean, I my brain always goes to that anyways, hmm. though, right? Like from being in school and going through the school that I did. Um, you know, it's those kinds of things are always in my brain of like, who am I? What's my brand? Yeah, when, <laughs> you know? went to school for marketing, I? right? I did. So th this is this is her fucking jam. Yeah. And it's funny because when we were thinking when I was trying to think of like things I wanted to talk about, I almost wanted to go back to that episode and some of the things that you guys talked about because Let's do it. when I was listening to that episode, I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a line I could call in on. Right. Stop. 
You're not at that question yet. We have to go back to the first stupid fucking statement you made about what the fuck you think you're doing. <laughs> okay, so like, do you have a a list of all the stuff you're gonna fill us and help us? No, but with? one of the things that I no. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, they're in my no he- further they're, ahead. <laughs> they're in my head. But the one thing that I wanted to kind of revisit with both of you is when you were talking about your social media pages and you both approach them very differently. (laughs) But I think all three of us approach our social media very differently. And And none of us are more right than the other. No. Okay. No, I mean, your social media is is you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But there is something with you that you brought up. She's pointing at Mike, by the way. So here's the thing. As, As you were saying that, I was thinking... You you can't do it wrong, but there is a right way to use a tool and a wrong way to use a tool. And social media at the end of the day is a tool. Absolutely. So like uh. there are there are better <laughs> ways. There's no there's no wrong ways to do it, but there are certain things that you can do better in certain mm-hmm. areas. There's skills say. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So the one thing that always comes back to my mind when I'm thinking about social media, and it was from listening to another podcast from another business mentor of mine. Wait, you listen to other podcasts? You're not here to plug other podcasts, Becca. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm just fucking with so you. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> the look, guys. So I'm just going to go. You gave us. <laughs> Great, now you've offended us. <laughs> no, but, and it's not like, she wasn't the one who came up with this concept. It's mm-hmm. something that business people all around the world who are using social media know. And it comes down to three things. And people do business with people who they like, know and trust i'm taking notes this so whole think, episode like if you think of those three things and then you go and you look at the first nine pictures on your instagram does it tell people who you are if they should like you and if they should trust you give me a second i so i like i like that outlook but that reminds me of something that somebody else had told me and those three things that you mentioned almost clump into one of the things of his three things and his three things where somebody's going to work with you for one or a combination of three things the fact that they like you the fact that you do the best work possible or the fact that you are the cheapest and they can afford you those are like the three um the three things but he said that somebody will always take liking you and liking working with you over the other two unless they literally just cannot afford Mm -hmm. you right yeah i want you to look at mine first nine photos and you know me i do so i i can't look at this in a very unbiased way right because i do like you and i trust you and i would do business with you (laughs) so yours looks sketchy no one trusts you mike (laughs) <laughs> you know, look at my Instagram and be like, what in the um, fuck But I really like that. Here? And I've never, see, I'm very different on social media than I feel even both of you are. But I think where you kind of show more of who you are is in your stories, right? Right. And which is great. And I think that's somewhere where you, I'm pointing at Mike now. I realize I people can't see, see me and this is yeah. weird. We're going to, we're going to. I talk a lot with my hands. I know. You just have to be like, let's call him Sex Panther this morning. <laughs> Okay, Mike, we're going to refer to for the rest of the show as Sex Panther. Okay. I'm all right with this. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like, I mean, if there was some place that if you were looking for a way to change what you're doing on social media or something mm-hmm. that you want to start incorporating, 
share little snippets of your life in your stories. It doesn't have to be in your... And you are. I've seen you do I'm, a little I'm bit. I'm working on yeah. it. I'm trying to... A little to, bit lately, I'm, I've seen it yes. too. I'm inching out of my comfort zone yeah. uh, in that regard. But it's funny because you, you said that and I just I immediately pulled up my, it's my all feed. Food. And the first nine photos... All so food. the bottom nine are <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> the next one is a three-course meal from... Chenoir, and then the next three are blankets from Topsy Farms. <laughs> so what this I motherfucker see is that you like to and eat naps. and you want to be cozy. <laughs> yeah. You want to be fucking cozy when you eat and you shit. And I mean, obviously <laughs> for you, that's just one illustration of the definition of food coma. <laughs> right. <laughs> and with Wing Studios, like you use your Instagram more as a portfolio, right? You're showing your work yeah. that you're doing, so it's a little bit. I'm I'm actually changing that. I'm going to modify that um, because I've been thinking about the... Um, you're going to be so proud of me for this statement. He's pointing. But I'm he's thinking Sex about, Panther is pointing I'm, at uh, me right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about my future and oh. kind of what I want as an end goal. Yeah. And one of the things I want to do in the future is work with photography companies, whether that's... Uh, creating social media content for them or being in partnership and like they sponsor me in some fashion. But I got thinking about it and I was like, there's no way that a company is going to, you know, feed me product or, or whatever, unless I have a following that falls in line with their target audience. Mm. So... I need to start generating an audience that is geared towards the photographic um, career and start and start building that. So what I'm going to be doing is when I um, and I haven't figured out how I'm going to do this yet, but when I'm going to be shooting, I need to take behind the scenes photos and like talk about what I'm using and how I'm using it and all of this thing. Because I started following a bunch of people who did that, and it's such a learning Completely. Thing. I would just like to take a moment, because we were only 12 episodes in, and Mike is setting a goal for himself, and for the first time, he has no idea how he's going to get there. Yeah! He has no idea Woo! how he's going to get there, and he's just get, I love it. Yeah. It's like this, um, it's this, but it's exactly what Becca's saying that mm. you need to do with yours, and it, I think it's also too why like I'm a fitness, wellness, all of those things, but the one thing I'm not giving you is like Transformation Tuesdays and all of the other stuff that people are pushing. Mm -hmm. I literally still wake up and post things that I need to hear. And then my stories are just me being myself in a ridiculous way that's really real to me. Mm -hmm. Just this week alone, I've had maybe half a dozen messages about my silly dancing just and how people sort of turn to that and they'll like put down their phone and dance with me or that it just like brightens their day and that's just me being hitting play because I'm already being a fucking idiot in the studio anyway like that's <laughs> happening whether or not the camera is on or not that's just me that's how I like I get to the studio and I turn the music on and I like hype myself up for the day and like being able to share that just makes me more real I still truly believe that you need to live stream your studio 24 <laughs> <laughs> like so dead mouse when he when he like records and shit he'll live stream what's going on so like people can message him and like watch right. him just fuck he'll he'll just be sitting there smoking 
and at his computer, but people can like sit right. there and watch. I think you need like a live stream <laughs> to your studio. I think like if my clients would sign off on that, it's sometimes just even me with clients is like I'm performing to get them through their workouts. Like mm. I'm a complete you know idiot most of the time, but it makes us laugh and it gets us through what that thing is, and that's really fun. And um, I may not be good at like. This is also what I hope to learn from Becca and from other people who do it. I may not be good at the strategic planning or the layout of the marketing. Like I say to myself quite often, okay, she got to sit down, come up with a way of like, you are going to push something that you're actually offering in the studio this day. And maybe like twice a week, you're going to do an inspirational post and you're going to do a thing. But then the minute I try and fall in that, even just the confines of like what that is, I'm like, no, I don't want to write about that today or like mm -hmm. I don't want to do that mm -hmm. thing it's it so to me it has to just come when it's coming and I try and do that stuff in the stories and I'm just trying to like share what I believe is you know the truest form of myself at this point mm -hmm. um, but I do know that I have areas to improve in it too and that it wouldn't it would be beneficial to me to learn that part of it well and like I mean, social media is constantly changing, right? Mm -hmm. The the algorithms I feel like change daily at this point. And like I have a hard time navigating it. But it's funny that you say you have a lot to learn from me because um, I sometimes feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And it was funny when I first found out that I was pregnant. I like was not on social media for a month. Like I just had nothing to post. It wasn't that I didn't have anything to post, but it was like all I wanted to post was I'm pregnant. Yeah. And I couldn't. You had to, right? you had to get to that so, like, point. It was, but it was funny because people noticed it. Mm -hmm. Like when I just like suddenly was vanished from social media and I, to me, it was like, you know, I, I don't get like a crazy amount of likes or engagement on my posts, but the people who do pay attention were like, are you okay? What's going attention. on? And my sister was actually the first one. And I did end up posting something towards, I think, the end of January. And I didn't even realize, but in that whole post, people like read into it way deeper than what I was even talking about. And then when I announced that I was pregnant, they were like, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, how did you know, though? Uh -huh. Like, I didn't, I didn't say anything. All I talked about was like, that I had a lot of things that I wanted to work on this year and my business and personal life. and uh, But at the end, I wrote something about like big changes coming and everyone was like, oh my God, she's pregnant. It's like, well, how did you get that? Like, <laughs> there's it's, so many things. There's so many things that it could have been, but people do show up and they do they care. Do. Yeah, yeah, there was, I think a time back in like 20... 16, 20, no, 2015 maybe, where I stopped posting for Painted Lady for a while because I was getting emails from people that were like, I start my day with you, I can't not. And it was this sense of like, all of a sudden I had a responsibility to do a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's when it started feeling unnatural to me because I just felt like I was trying to like keep up with what other people, their expectation of what was just me organically being myself. And so I kind of pulled back a little bit from it. And now I, I only want to do things the way that I like want to do them but on maybe, social media. Maybe that's that was a sign of maybe it's time to take another look at your business and mm. see the way you do things and maybe it's less about being the person that helps them mm -hmm. and more about giving them the tools to do 
maybe not do it on their own, but when they have a day that you're not available, they have the tools to to do it to yeah. cope and get through. I it. hope like, that's what we're all doing as like people who serve others or heal others. That we're always in some way trying to give them a tool. And I say that to even like personal training clients, which are very different from yoga clients. Like I want to give you what you need, so when I don't exist in your world and you don't come and see me three times a week or whatever that is because sometimes people come for like a year or two years and it's like I want you to succeed on your own I'm gonna I'm gonna take the nest away you go fly that's see my my service is a little bit different I because I I do offer a service (laughs) but my service is more about I am becoming a a team member of yours I am joining your team Mm -hmm. to help you achieve your goals Mm -hmm. and it would be counterproductive for my business plan to give them the tools to then make me obsolete right right Right. that's fair and and in all fairness like what i do is not something that a client is going to want to learn how to tackle anyway because they're not going to have the time to to learn and the money to buy the equipment and shit like that so i want to know if becca if you could give me I want to know what your advice for my social would be or your um, perspective on what I should try. He's going, going behind, behind the, the curtain. curtain. <laughs> <laughs> totally unplanned. Um, dun, dun, dun. Sorry, it's just, I, it, was, it started feeling cold and I had the it window open. It was my open. tootsies were cold. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot I had the window open. Oh, that's okay. I got I got an oven inside me, so <laughs> I am. She's like, open fucking window again. No, no, I, I'm good. She's like, what I'm do you good. mean? There's a window? You told me there was no windows down here. You told me I couldn't escape. Now all of a sudden, there's a window behind that curtain. Um, yeah, she had good. It. There's another window in the closet too. But. Good question. Mm. Um, I might have to think about it though. Okay. I don't like. I, there's nothing on the top of my head right now that's like outwardly being like oh my god Ashley has to do this and this is driving me crazy yeah because I think what you do is amazing like I think your you know daily dancing is awesome like people do actually look forward to that I have a number of social media accounts that I follow um who have that sort of thing where there's one thing that they do every morning and when they don't do it I'm like where are they they what's going on and I, it's not even, yeah, and it's not even that I necessarily dance with you right. or do the things that those people are doing in the morning, but it's it's just part of my morning routine to like check in and, and see what's going on. So, and then I think, you know, all of your posts with your, your quotes and everything that you put on your feed are incredible. And I think mm-hmm. people get a lot from those. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, I wouldn't, I have nothing that I would say to like start doing or change because I think you share a lot of um, like your health and your recovery as well, which I think is amazing. Cause I love so that she called it health and recovery. <laughs> Catching on. I'm going to go to school and be like, I'm not, uh, they're going to be like mental health addictions. I'm like, no, health and recovery. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, ma'am, that program doesn't exist. No, I'm in it. And I think there's probably a lot of people who follow you that didn't know oh, yeah. I when think you, lately, that yeah. you were going yeah. through that, yeah. right? Like so many people had no idea. Yeah. So the fact that you're totally transparent about it, there's people out there that need that, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I think you're doing great. Thanks, personally. So here's, here's a question. <clears throat> as, as you were saying that, I was thinking, do you feel that way about a company page? Like... Nike or Adidas or like, mm. is there uh, a business? Because 
although Painted Lady is your business, the social media is very much your personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people follow you to check in with you as mm-hmm. if you were a friend, right? But for me, I am very much a business. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quite separate from my personal identity. So are there companies that you follow and check in with daily and look for that thing? Or is it more because of the personality and the... That the content, the content that she um, that she puts out makes you feel joy, makes you feel um, appreciated. You know, it, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the content is very different. So I'm seeing it from my point of view. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if it would change given given the content that was being put out. Right. So good question. <laughs> To be honest, I actually on Instagram don't follow a lot of brands. Um, I follow brands who either I already own some of their product or um, actually that's the only the only brands that I follow are ones that could we say that the brands that you follow is less about keeping up with the brand and the the story and the, you know, culture of the brand and more about keeping up with new products new you know the things innovative that, ideas yeah, that are the coming products up with that, that you may be interested mm-hmm. in for sure like i mean i'll use the example of tentry so um i've been a supporter of tentry since they were a thing like i watched them when they were on dragon's den i have a sweater that i've had for as long as they've it's been a, a company, company. <laughs> it is okay. um but have you never heard of tentry why are you judging I'm me wearing, right now? I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm surprised because they're a fucking dope-ass company. I'm they, wearing like almost everything Tentry no. today. Yeah, they were, but, they were, I think you'd really like them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Thinking. So I, I mean, I've been following Tentry since the beginning and watching mm-hmm. their company as they grow. And so partially why I follow them is yes, because I love their clothing, but the other part of it is this culture that they've started to, um, promote and mm-hmm. the culture is like all they do is they plant 10 trees Ooh, <laughs> like just Whoops. set the room in podcast mode but first it went dark <laughs> um so for every piece of clothing that they sell they plant 10 trees hence the name 10 tree oh tika tika. so but they do make some like really comfortable okay oh yeah cool, they're, cool. Cool yeah it's cool. amazing so yes I follow it because I love their clothing but the culture that they're starting to promote and like their blog posts that they write are really amazing so I don't just follow them because I love their clothing and I'm like what are they coming out with this month it's like I legitimately love this company and want to see them succeed it's a community that you enjoy being a part of absolutely but is that is that a company that you wake up and be like all right I gotta check in on Tentry like like the same way that you would check in on Ash and be like I got to see Ash's morning thingamajig or dance dance party. But when I, no, and I guess it's because they don't post stories like that every day, right? Mm. But when they do have a story, it pops up because they know that I like their brand and that I like to see what they're doing. So when I see that they have stories, I'm like, ooh, what's what's going on, right? What's happening? Um, So... It's different when it's a person, like Mm -hmm. with Ashley, like she's my friend, right? So... Mm. um, I know her personally, whereas I don't personally know the founders and CEOs yeah. of Tentry, but if I met them, I'd be like, oh my God, I love mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. 
because I just believe so much in their what brand and what they're doing. But there's that's, a piece of them that so... I believe is personally intertwined in that, and that's what makes it relatable, mm-hmm. is it isn't just a clothing brand like other things that they're pushing. There's a part of themselves, which is what they believe, which yeah. is this planting 10 trees for every piece of clothing mm-hmm. sold. And that makes it a human company, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that is... That's the big defining thing for me. If I'm looking at something, I want to feel like it's it's human and it's connecting with me in some way. And it's not just this robotic thing where you're trying to pump pictures at me because I want to pick you as the next photographer mm-hmm. or someone's pumping like a clothing thing at me or whatever it is. The minute I feel disconnected as a human being or not connected at all to something as a human being, I'm not interested. But it but that's not to say that people aren't interested in that. That's just where I fall on the spectrum of where I am in my life right now too I want to feel connected Mm -hmm. and I think with what you're doing the way you connect people like Becca said is through stories like Mm -hmm. it's a great photo and they can see what that image is but but people want to know the the fun loving guy that's taking the photos um people want to people want to know the person behind that and maybe what it is that you see and that makes what you're doing more human Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it isn't just these perfect images and and we don't know the process and the process with you that's what we're going out to do at the end of the month when we're Mm -hmm. doing this sort of videography thing you and i is we're taking what it is that we do and showing the the human side of it how much fun you and i have what that process is like what we're doing and that's why i think it's so great for you because it makes you (coughs) human and people get to know you the way that we do it's funny i uh i've been coming to a realization kind of the same in the same wheelhouse um about not being as critical of the version of myself that I make public Mm. because from, uh, well, from the start of my business, I've always been very critical about the personal side of me that I put out because, you know, I swear like a sailor, I'm weird, you know, I appreciate a dirty joke. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) um, But like, I've always been super critical about stuff like that because I've always wondered if, you know, these serious companies that, you know, like a really high end winery, if they're going to see that and be like, oh, we should hire this guy to photograph our products. Um, And that's like, I'm looking back at it now and I'm thinking that's fucking ridiculous because of the way that I'm starting to think of it. And if mm-hmm. I put out uh, my personality, then I'm going to start working with clients who match that personality. And it's going to exactly. be a much better fit between me and the client because it may not be like the, the fucking fancy ass might... winery, but <laughs> the client and myself, whatever we're shooting, right. are going to get along and have a lot mm-hmm. more fun right. during the shoot. Because of that. And your personality is the thing that might sell someone. There's a lot of people, Mike, that can take some good fucking photos. There's yeah. a lot of people that can train and teach yoga and do that thing. But it's connecting with... The reason that people work with me isn't because I push the program and I'm like, buy this thing and we'll do three fucking months together. And we'll do this thing and I'll change your fucking life. And here's the before and after photo. They want to train with me because they like my goofy dance video. Mm-hmm. Because there's a part of me that's like, hey... I worked through some addictions in my life and like my mental health hasn't always been great and I fucked up as much as the next person beside me, but I'm here and I'm deserving and I'm ready to move forward. Who's with me and who wants to do this shit? Mm -hmm. That's it's it's those moments. So that's something I think that is going to be so beautiful for you to try. 
which I'm going to circle back to what I started this with, <laughs> to people do Hashtag business. <laughs> no, but no, no, not at all. The entire conversation that we just had started because I said people do business with people they like, know, and trust, which all three of us have just said, Let's all that's our mics why we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. And I think that's, right? yeah, that's what makes it really work well. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think like if you start doing videos where you're swearing like a sailor and telling some dirty jokes, like people are going to watch that. Yeah. They're going to turn doesn't... like they're going to watch that every day. They're going to be like, what is Mike's joke yeah, today? What's the right? Offside comment like, is going to make. What's they're the going inappropriate to. thing he's whispering while yeah. someone's setting up for a photo? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's what makes you real. And and honestly, let's be, let's look at it from this point. If someone doesn't want to work with you because of who you are as a person, mm-hmm. you don't want to work with them. Thank you. It's t- it's like taking those jobs that you don't want to take and doing the work that you don't want to do. So start putting out who you are and those people are going to surface. Mm. You're going to find your people. You're going to find your community. It's, it's funny that you say that because I was at a photo shoot the other day and uh, it was it was at a farm like um, they make like blankets and shit. And this lovely lady that was like walking me through the products that I was photographing um so sweet never would have imagined like a swear word coming out of her mouth and then we were talking about one of the pinks uh they they make these like knitting wool and i was talking about i was like holy fuck this is like the brightest most vibrant pink and she's like yeah those were actually used in like the pussy hats or the pussy toques that were made and the- i was like what i was like like kitties, like kitty cats, and she no, like the Trump that Trump rally where they like knit vagina hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I love that you're that's... like like kitty. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, is, is it weird that that's like pink cats? What the fuck? But no, it was, it was funny. And then from that moment on, it was like the tension was kind of well. And I always find broken. they say don't don't trust people who don't swear. Mm-hmm. You know, like, don't trust people who don't swear. I swear a lot. Sometimes, yes, maybe it's not super appropriate, but it's also me. I try not to mm-hmm. do it around small children that will copy me. But I'm, there's a size of a child that knows it's right or wrong. Yeah, I'm usually quite good at... Um, maybe some old people, like, like I'm going to try. I usually mirror my clients. So if I'm sitting down with a client and they're swearing like a sailor, then I can start swearing like a sailor because we'll we'll get along better that mm-hmm. way. But if I, you know, if, some, if I was sitting across from somebody who was, you know, dropping F-bombs every fucking word, and I said, gee, golly, gosh, they'd be like, all right, fuck face. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not working with you. This guy's a bitch. But, but vice versa. So if I was working with, like, a little old lady who, uh, who never swore, then I'm not going to... I'm not going to fucking... I don't think you should go mirror off your client. I think you should just be yourself. That's... Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about being the version of myself that best mirrors the person across from me like i don't have to swear i like it's not a part of my entity that i have to do it or else i can't be myself it's like breathing for me i just don't know my brain does it before i think about it i'm like Ooh. yeah <laughs> I'm, and I I'm the same way, but like for whatever reason i can kind of shut it off it, it in in settings that it doesn't have to be on right, right. which I'm... thank god because funerals would be awkward. <laughs> Fucking weird. Yeah. I'm curious what else Becca has inside of her mind from the first podcast that we fucked up, maybe. <laughs> from the first podcast? Yeah. Or from the marketing one? 
from whichever one you wanted to talk to us about. Well, it would. That was the biggest thing, actually. I really when, wanted you to just like pull out a binder of <laughs> notes no. and slam what? it on the table. <laughs> Flips through. No. Devin start at square cats. one. Okay, let's go back. I've been documenting this whole fucking piece of thing. <laughs> no, that was just kind of the biggest thing when you guys were, because you were both individually talking about how you approach social media and what you do on your social media pages. And uh, yeah, when I, and I think it was, I think mid podcast is when I sent a message to both of you and was just like, I should have been on this episode. <laughs> I have so much to say. There's so many things I need to tell you. Um, I think that was that was the point where we had our our first and second guest lined up. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I have to be on the podcast. And we're like, oh, fuck. Sorry. You, you wanted to be on the podcast? Well, <laughs> We didn't know people yeah. listening to us. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Wait, I you did listen have, to the I podcast? I have a girlfriend of mine who started listening. She was on, uh, by the time I talked to her, she was on episode six. She's like, but just the quality. Everything's sounding better. As you guys go on. Because at first I think there's moments where we're like super loud and like talking yeah. over, you know, and I've always, we've, I'm, we've been upgrading slowly. I'm working on it. I'm yeah. working on the audio quality. So I'm hopefully picturing it's... us in the summertime in like a little... Uh, floating device on the water with some microphones just like out in the sun doing like a mobile podcast. I think I think we might fire up the hot tub this summer so maybe we can do a hot tub but I think what I also said to you because you said you already had your first and second guest lined up was yeah, that was I should have been the first guest she, she was super pissed I know. since I was and we we apologize because since we've been has, apologizing since, since episode 10 since okay? that has been brought to our attention we realized the, the flaws in our way <laughs> we promise in the next life we will have you as the first guest if we start and, and in this life if we start another podcast for some reason because we have more time we'll have you as the first more guest. time yeah right <laughs> more time but so, I'm okay with being third that's fine Third's the best anyway. It I mean, is. It's only the second loser. It is my favorite number. <laughs> technically, so. you were third and fourth. So yeah. you're the only person who has been on the show twice. It's just... There's the, an episode f- you'll never hear. Yeah. That's, it's uh, buried. So I have a, I, a, a, I'm going to throw it at you. I was chatting with a friend <laughs> of mine. I'm going to throw it at you. Be Okay, ready? For the last little while, like I'm, I over visualize things. Like when people say shit, something pops into my, like a visual pops like a into my mind. Of me. <laughs> like, um, I I had a photo shoot the other day, and somebody was like, "Hey, can can when you come to the photo shoot, can you bring a Canadian flag and headphones?" And immediately, I thought of them wearing nothing but a Canadian flag and headphones. Like, no, <laughs> no precursor, no train of thought, just. That's where my mind went. That's I'm what like, would what be the happening. fuck? So you said that, and I imagine like a book flying at Becca's face <laughs> and her just like being knocked off the chair. It happened. She's pregnant. Why would I do that? I'm <laughs> throwing at you. That's where my mind went. Well, um, you, were, you said you were going to throw something at her. So I'm going to throw something at both of you. So I was talking oh, with fuck. a girlfriend of mine on the phone the other day, and we were talking about working and happiness and all of these different things. And she lives. Um, out on an amazing little island in the West Coast. And she doesn't have to work a lot because life out there is very different and you you don't really work to live. You work because you enjoy what you're doing. And she did a little configuring of things a while back and she said, you know, the way I figured it out, we actually only have about four days a month that are our own, that we're not doing something for somebody else, the average person. Sometimes you have like vacation days and different things, which equals about 48 days a year that we have 
for ourselves. If you don't have a family or someone else that you're taking care of or different things like that. So if you okay, sit you back, my question. Okay, so if, you, so if you sit back and think about that, she said, you know, we, we're in a society, so this is, we're in a society where we're not really set up for happiness. We're more just set up to kind of comply with what it is that we're doing. And then mm. within that, we buy and consume and we do things that make us happy. So, because when I asked her, I was like, what are you doing with your time? She's like, really anything that I want. Like anything that makes me happy is what I'm doing. So although as an entrepreneur, we do, we are doing something that we love and, and working really hard towards that like end goal and thing, I want to challenge the two of you as well as anybody else listening to really try and figure out every day something that genuinely makes you happy and take some time out of your day to to take that like back a little bit because we get so routine in doing what it is that we're doing but think about think about how many days in a year and you get 48 of those days to yourself r- r- roughly so what are you going to start doing every day to take that back a little bit when you sit back and think of the numbers like how many years are we going to live and you get 48 days a year that we're just not part of like a rat race isn't that nuts I know you guys both look a little stunned right now. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking and like, this is going to seem like a really cliche answer, mm-hmm. but as you were saying that, I was kind of realizing, I was like, no, nah, I'm pretty fucking like, I'm lucky to get up and do what I do every day. Like we are very I had a photo lucky. shoot yesterday and I, I don't know that I've laughed that hard on me days or work days yeah. in a very long time. Yeah. So for me to be able to go to work and get paid to, to do. A, do what I love, mm-hmm. B, with somebody that I really appreciate and love, and C, just have a great fucking time, mm-hmm. I'm really lucky. We are really lucky. I think all of us that we get to do that. But say even if you were to think about your partner. So yes, she does enjoy what she's doing, but think about those four days that she gets to herself a month or that thing because you're a part of society. There's things to pay. There's bills to pay. You just don't get to choose to work because you want to. Mm-hmm. There is a reason that all of us even have to work. Yes, we we choose to do what it is that we love, but we have to be a part of this thing. So we we do have to sort of comply still in in a way to do those things. So here's here's the thing that I've I've actually thought about a lot in in the past. Um and I've I've thought about like I, I think everybody daydreams about winning the lottery one day and uh, being rich and not having to you know, do the things that we're obligated to. But I've, I've gone a step further and thought, well, what if I did win the lottery? What if, what if tomorrow I had $50 million in my bank account? What would, what would be the first thing I did? And the first thing I would do is, I I mean, aside from paying off debt and just Mm. zeroing out my, my bank account or my debt, at least, I would go on the Henry's website and buy a bunch of camera gear and fucking and and do do all the things with my business that I was scared to when I didn't have any money. And I I found that interesting that uh, if I were to win the lottery, I would dive deeper into my business and work harder. Your business is your passion, too. But on days where you didn't want to work. You wouldn't have to work. You would work because you wanted to, not because there was a need to pay a bill or do a thing. That's the difference, right? Like, it's amazing that you would still get to do that. I hope anybody who would win money would Mm -hmm. get to go out and do what it is they love doing. I feel like Becca would still teach or do things that serve or, you know, working with animals or whatever it is that we would all go out and do. But the difference being that 
the the way that it was explained to me is we have ourselves in these places where we have to do all these things mm-hmm. and where do we find true happiness in that every day and that's a really important thing to do uh, and we have to sort of seek that out a little bit more it's just like some numbers mm-hmm. to jumble around in your mind but it is getting up and being grateful every day that we get to do what it is we do <laughs> don't get me wrong i was fucking tired this morning when my alarm mm-hmm. went off however i was excited about the coffee and the breakfast I was going to have with the person and the client I was going to have and coming here to see you guys and doing the things and, and working till five or six as well. But like, I was still tired. Like, there, you know, it's mm-hmm. still real. It's a real thing. Do you feel that way? Do I feel tired? She's like running laps I mean, around the base. I'm, I'm still <laughs> growing a tiny human. Yeah. But it's the size of a pebble this week. Yes. I know because Becca gives me references with food. Well, well, my app gives it to me yeah. and then I and give then it to you. It. No. So in my mind, Becca gives it to me. <laughs> she just figures it out on her own. She yeah. just measures her belly. She just measures the belly and then finds a piece of food that it looks like. <laughs> you know, I mean, since sort of beginning my <laughs> entrepreneurial journey, it's something that I think about a lot of, you know, what am what am I doing either daily or at least a couple of times a week that is for me. Um, and I'm, I'm in a bit of a unique position where I do have like a part-time job mm-hmm. that is my, you know, my income that I can count on every month. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other things that I get to do are because I genuinely choose to do them. Um So I'm in a bit of a unique position. Like on Tuesday, I literally did not leave my couch. Mm -hmm. Like I watched Netflix all day, which I probably shouldn't have done. But I did it. (laughs) Still took my dog for a big walk. Like we Mm -hmm. still went on a walk. But um, and not to say that that's what fills my cup. It's certainly not. But it's what I needed on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And had I, you you know, had I gone, had I needed to be somewhere or show up for somebody that day, like it wasn't happening. Like it just couldn't that day. And I mean, you know, I can blame it on pregnancy and hormones and whatever. And I mean, obviously I'm juggling all of that right now too, but I, you know, Fridays are also my day off. So I get to do, actually get to do what I want to do on Fridays, Mm -hmm. like being here with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, taking my dog somewhere where we don't normally get to walk and do like a huge walk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get to drive out of the city. I don't just have 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, just spending time with my husband. Like, we both work a lot. Mm -hmm. And to just get even a couple of hours on a Saturday or Sunday, you know, when I think about those 48 days, like, that's 100% true for him. Right. And And it's, a lot of those times though he's not home either like he travels a lot so to have you know those 48 days a year with him uninterrupted Mm -hmm. that's what makes me happy it's you like it's when you think about it it's not a lot right and mm -hmm. you guys have a little family on the way and so those 48 days now that our Ryan's mm-hmm. or our, you know are now yeah. it's the it's family days yeah it's crazy which like you know his birthday is next week and Happy I birthday. yeah Happy I would birthday. normally teach yoga on Wednesday evenings and I decided to cancel it for next week and he's like you don't have to cancel yoga I'm like no but I do because this is your last birthday just the two of us mm-hmm. and he's like oh 
But then he starts thinking about, like, my birthday was in October. And he's like, but that was your last birthday, just the two of us. Yeah, so like, we, yeah but I wasn't pregnant know. then. <laughs> so, and like, I would have been like, way to fuck that one up. Yeah. yeah. You fucked that birthday you up. You it, Ryan. <laughs> Which he didn't. He always. He, I love you, Ryan. He always goes above and beyond for me. Um, but it was it was just coming to that realization that, yeah, like, we only have now six months left just the two of us mm-hmm. um when it's been the two of us for 10 years like it's it's kind of it's crazy and it's i don't want to say that it's sad but it sort of is because like you know what's crazy in 10 years they've only had 480 days really <laughs> well I, just like really where it was the two of you no and they took half of that time for themselves <laughs> it's, it's funny because i'm listening to all this and i'm thinking about the shit that i would do on my like alone like my actual mm. and it's still it, it still gravitates to like more work stuff i mean aside from spending time with cheryl and just because we're gonna like we're gonna get bikes this summer and we're gonna go cycling and that's gonna be good times but like the next day off that i have a hundred percent to myself mm. i'm doing product photography not because it's something that needs to be done not because it's uh something that's gonna progress my you know I mean, it will, it will be associated to work and it will progress my portfolio, but it's going to be one of those things where a client isn't just going to pay me to do this and I really want to do it. So I'm going to do it. Good. I'm going to light shit on fire. I'm going to light shit on fire. Yeah. Can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm just going to burn that bitch down. I, uh, I, I have, I don't know. I don't have all the, um, I don't have everything set in place yet, but I did buy a fire extinguisher. I do have. Oh, you're really gonna light shit on fire. I do have the. Oh yeah, like oh for sure. I'm so. My. I want to light stuff on fire. Well, I need somebody to use the blowtorch. So. Done. If you're game. I'm game. But I like the plan is there's there's a, a company that just released a beer called Big Kahuna, and it's uh it's like a tiki mask on the. That's spearhead, um, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so they have like a tiki mask on the front of the can. And a buddy of mine, John Allison, did the design work for it. And he showed me. He's like, man, this is fucking dope. And I saw it and I was like, oh, man, we, I, I got a thing. I was like, can, can I get my hands on some of this beer? Because I got a thing I want to do. So I'm going to like set up the product shop. But in behind, I'm going to fucking blow fire <laughs> up in the air. Um, there's, uh... And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fucking gnarly. At you least, at least, if I can, if I can, if you can execute do, it, the yeah, way if that I can you execute it to? the way that I want to, so you um, be but like, <clears throat> I feel like you guys are so, like, the the day off things are like things for just you and things. Yeah, I want to get lost with my dog on my day off. Yeah, like, like, I want to. But like, I want to go do that shit. I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. I love it, but I also need for the health of myself to disconnect from Mm -hmm. it. Um, Even on my days off, like I don't work out. I don't hit my mat. I don't do those things. I fit all of those things strategically in my week because I am not just what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a piece of me. But it's a very small piece of me in the grand scheme of who I am as a person. There are other things I want to go and do. Like I'm dying to get out, 
even just more outside, like golfing and getting out on my paddleboard and just finding more places with Baron that we can go. And um, I'm not good at like the relaxing part of taking time for myself, but I also just think that's who I am as a person. And as I get older, I'll slow down a little bit, but I'm not ready to slow down. Uh, I, I feel ready to try new things and find new pieces of myself. Because mm-hmm. there, I, I know that you want to work all the time. I think there's more things. But I think well, it's, doing... It's not about work, right? Yeah. Like for me, yeah. it's about... Like, if, if I don't photograph something for a long period of time, I get anxious and antsy and like... Oh. I'm like, fuck, I need to take a picture of fucking anything. Just... Acorn. I need to take a picture of something. <laughs> and like, I think, I think I'm very different in the sense that my job is literally something I, I have to to do like Mm if if my business were to crumble tomorrow and i I had to get the day job and you know go do the daily grind i would still be taking photos Mm -hmm. it's something that i just have to do Mm -hmm. i can't not Mm -hmm. um but like is that weird that i can't that my my business or my career is something that i can't shut off i mean i think it's fucking great i'm really lucky that that's the case i don't think it's weird at all no, what I was going to say was like doing those kind of creative shoots where you just mm-hmm. have this like vision in your head of doing it. Like, I think that's your outlet, right? Like, I think that for you is almost therapeutic because it's. Plus, I like playing with fire. Well, <laughs> I mean, what? But not, all of your, <laughs> but not all of your creative shoots have fire involved, yeah. right? Like, Actually, none of them have. That's kind of why I want to do it. <laughs> but I think doing that creative thing is your outlet, mm-hmm. right? Like. I mean, if you had a dog, maybe you would like going out in the wilderness and getting lost with your dog too. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, before having Izzy, going to a yoga class was what I liked to do. That was my Mm -hmm. way of releasing everything. But I would still go for a walk just by myself, right? But it's... It's way I more fun it's with a dog. It's so much more fun with a dog. But I can go just like walk in the bush by myself when <laughs> yeah. I didn't have my dog. With mm-hmm. my dog, I'm like, yeah, let's do yeah. this shit. Yeah. Um, but that, like, that's how I feel about yeah. you doing these creative shoots is like that's your walk in the woods, mm-hmm. right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's your way of like this isn't for business. It's because I just genuinely love to do it. And if I don't get this vision executed, it's going to stick in my head and I won't be able to yeah. do anything else, right? So... Mm-hmm. I don't think that's weird at all. Like I, you've always been that way, right? Like that creative part of you has always been there. Yeah. Even before you went to school for graphic design and your photography stuff, like you've always been artistic. So. And it may change and evolve and you may add more things to the list and, mm-hmm. and maybe you won't, right? Um, who, who really knows? But um, yeah, no, every day try and find that. I challenge you both. I'm really fucking pumped up for the future right now. Yay! (laughs) And you don't know how you're going to get there. The reason that they got so pumped up was shit got real personal in the last episode. But (laughs) for the first time in a long time, I'm I'm thinking things are going to be all right. We'll fucking, we'll figure it out. Everything always works out. And I think the one thing that you have to start doing is stop analyzing the process so much and just start trusting that there is something happening. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're enjoying what you're doing and being as truthful to yourself, you're going to, you're going to attract those people and you're going to build a really great community and you're going to meet the people that connect you to the same like-minded people and it's going to catch fire that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the big thing for you is to, to, I'm so happy you're outside the box a little bit. He stepped up. I know. <laughs> this 
is the box. And he's, and he's outside, outside of, of it. it. There's not a lot of people out here, right? You guys are. <laughs> it's just, it's really, it's, it's, um, it's a really beautiful it's thing to see. It's about time. Yeah, it is. But I think you had to get there. you did. Yeah. Like there was there was nothing Ash and I could do or anybody else could do. You just had to be yeah. like, fuck it. I, I love how the last time you guys, the three of us were together, you were both like, we are not going to give up on you. We're going to fix you. And I'm like, <laughs> we good love fucking you so luck. Much. Good fucking luck. And then two weeks later, we get together. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fixed. I'm good. I'm like, good. everything's good. I'm, I'm pumped good. up. I'm happy. I'm I think Sorry. the important thing to remember here, though, is, and I'm going to say this as someone who's always working every day, we have these euphoric breakthrough moments, right? And, and this energy and this excitement that you're feeling is use that and take it and ride it. But those tools that you need are always going to be there to continue building it because I guarantee you that you are going to crash again and you are going to have that mental health day and you are going to have those lows. Don't talk that way. And, no, I'm but I'm positive. just, I know, no, but it, it's part of being positive is being yeah. realistic as well mm-hmm. that we can't always, you know, have, have every moment be really high. So while you're here in this place, this is the moment that you're learning all of the things you need for when you have that next low. I love how happy you are. Who's the kite now? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love. It. I think that it's really great, but it, it, it's really true. And then that's what makes the low moments in those moments where we don't feel like we can get through, that's what makes them easier to get through because they are going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're not not going to happen. Um, and that's really important for us to remember. Um, so... I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And just keep just keep chipping away at putting all the tools in your toolbox that you need because mm-hmm. it's going to be beneficial from now until fucking forever. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you're lucky, you can borrow some of my tools, but I don't know. You're not good at returning things. <laughs> <laughs> I may oh. not return the tools, but I'll make you something pretty with them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, is there anything else you want to add to this really amazing episode of Imposterpreneur? I'm really happy with today. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like we we could have maybe helped somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other the only other thing I was kind of in my brain wanting to talk about was like goals. So, and mm. if you guys set goals, and if you do, do you do it monthly? Do you do it every couple of months? Do you do it yearly? Do you want to take the lead on this? Because you just started setting goals outside of... Yeah, I was... He was not a... I was I was going to go last because just recently I've started, like, having goals. Yeah. And not only having them, but, like, saying them out loud so yeah. that other people can kind of hold me accountable. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't even... I'm not going to call them goals because right now they're ideas. Um, but I've had this thought to... Um, have have a studio space of my own that I can go and and my photograph heart just in. Exploding. But also open it up to other creatives in the Kingston area. And one thing that I'd kind of like to do is have rental equipment and rental space for photographers and visual creatives who don't have the money to have you know a twelve hundred dollar light setup or. Right you know, $3,000 a month to have a big, massive studio that they can go and, you know, record a, a interview session or do a big photo shoot or whatever. So I'm thinking, <clears throat> I'm, I'm envisioning like this space for me that I can have 
always and subsidize that by renting it out and having it available to other creatives because there's no space like this right now. I've been talking to a couple people and the visual creators don't really have anywhere to go because the co-working spaces that are in Kingston are here's your fucking cubicle or your desk or your tiny little space that you go to that is essentially just the same place that you have in your home, but it gets you out of the house. Mm. Whereas my thought process is geared towards the creatives, big open space. You can come, you can be in the actual space as other people. You don't have to go to their office within this co-working space. You can, you know, lean over and be like, Hey guy, look at this fucking thing. Tell me what what you think. You want to know what I love the most about this? Becca just asked you like the time frame of how you set goals and you're so excited about this one that you're like, here's the breakdown. Here's how I'm going to do it. 2020, it'll be done. This is the thing. Boom. Yeah, (laughs) but this is the thing. Like it's, like I said, it's not a goal at this point. It's an idea. So I'm, it's something that I think about and I would love to execute on, but I don't have $2 million to buy a space to, ex- don't, to execute don't think on about, this Don't think idea. about the negatives of it. What I want to flip that to you for, and I want to flip it to you too, Becca, it's, is let's replace the word goal with intention. What's your intention? What? So what's your intention? So when I think about it, my intention for 10 years from now or you know, 8 to 10 years is to have a healing sanctuary, a place where go. My intention in a year and a half is to have a bigger yoga space studio that has more than one room that can facilitate more things. My goal for this year is to get fucking through school. So my intention for this year is get, to get through my first year of school trying to also run a business at the same time. My mm-hmm. intention for today is just to get to the end of the day or to get through the next thing or and to do it in a way that like I'm really feeling myself mm-hmm. today. So I think it's setting I think I think that goal puts a lot the word goal mm-hmm. puts a lot of pressure and we always learned like setting fucking smart goals and doing the thing and like the breakdown. And so I just <coughs> challenge you to flip it to an intention. We always say in yoga, what's your intention for the practice? Just to breathe through it. Maybe today your intention is just to fucking breathe. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking <laughs> goal. So for me in setting intentions I have intentions that I've set that are a decade out in my life. I've had intentions that are five years out and a year and a half out. I have intentions for like a dog squad, you know, like just, and it's everything from personal Mm. to business. Um, What about you? I feel like you weren't done talking. Well, I was, I just wanted to clarify (laughs) that when I say like the money thing, I don't see it as a negative right now. I see it as, uh, I see it as a hurdle that needs a solution. It's it's not a negative. It's just one of those things that needs to be handled before this can happen. Can happen. So change the wording of how you say it to yourself. So even saying, I don't have the $2 million to do it. Change the wording. At the moment, this, like, so change the way that you say that because that's still something that you're saying over and over again to yourself in your mind. So whether you... It isn't in a negative way. The terminology that you're using, I believe for it, is sort of negative. And that gets into your psyche a little bit about it. So I just challenge you to change the wording of it is, would be the only thing that I would say. I need $2 million. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or I would like $2 million. So anybody who wants to give me $2 million bucks. I mean, if you just have it laying around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you can make the check out too. Just saying. <laughs> well, I would say my intention for the next six months is to get through this pregnancy and grow a tiny human. Oh. I mean, those are fair goals. 
That's, that's a that's great solid. goal. That, that's My a big intention goal. is to rub your belly every time I see you. Yes, please and do. And follow along the fruit, the fruit food line. Yes. <laughs> um, and I mean, further past that is like there's so many unknowns for me right now mm-hmm. as far as like moving into motherhood and what is this tiny human going to be like and so probably gonna be wicked well well yeah i mean i know that much <laughs> i well, mean that's obviously but like what will their career be you know what will their sexual orientation <laughs> all these fun things but that's the thing like you have you know i'm growing this tiny human right now who is inside of me and come September, it's not going to be. It's going to be in the world. And then it is my responsibility to keep this tiny human alive. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Are you scared? Um, Are you excited? Are you... What are okay, you... before we go forward, I just want to say... The whole negativity thing applies to this, too. Like, I don't think you... scared... I think scared can be a good thing. Yes. If you're scared, like it's a new thing. Anything yeah. that's scary is good, right? Mm-hmm. To some degree, like run head first into fear. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's that. Sorry, carry on. There's, well, I mean, there's that. I think it's Eleanor Roosevelt. Her quote of like, "Do something every day that scares, scares you. you," right? Yeah, but so, like, I, I, listening to you say like, now I have to keep this human alive and do this. I'm. I can't help but hear that and think, well, you get to keep this human. You, you get this absolutely. amazing opportunity absolutely. to, to raise a human and I'm, child. And I'm certainly not saying it in that way. I'm just like, it is scary. Yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. My okay, entire like, yeah. my entire life is just changed your body right now. Right? I think to yeah. Me that's like their, yeah. Like I like. Do you wake up and you're like, whose body am I in today? Uh, absolutely, I do. <laughs> like, yeah. Where did this come from? It, what is going on? <laughs> it's definitely been strange over the past four and a half months. Like watching all of these changes happen, and the next six months are going to be probably even stranger. And just being like, what the fuck. Um, <laughs> But it like is selfies pointing at it like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> but... I just thought about like some days I wake up and like I still have like I'm not fully awake and I'm like oh what the fuck's going on like where am I like I'm just imagining you waking up and like like being in that like half awake state and being like oh what the f- oh how what the fuck like <laughs> touching your belly going where the shit did this come from uh-huh. that would just be a fucked up. Uh-huh. I'm really glad I don't have to deal with pregnancy. I would not cope well. <laughs> yeah, but I I think it is natural to feel all of those things. Those things, right? And I think like the minute we found out that we were pregnant, I was like, well shit. Like, you know, this is happening and you go through all of those emotions and then you start to think about the next 18 years of what your life's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And I am I'm so excited because it's something I've wanted for a really long time. And it's something I always like, I always knew that I would be a mother at some point in my life. And I mean, the universe told me that now is the time. So, um, well, you've been parenting me for 50 yeah. years. So. <laughs> I love that the same way she's like, the uni- I knew that I would always be a mother. Like, I always believed that I wouldn't be. Right? It's like a, a different thing. But I get excited watching mm-hmm. you being pregnant. I don't know. But it's not for me. But yeah. I get excited watching you. And right. I'm really stoked to see you go through this. And I I know Mike probably feels the same way. But I'm really so proud of where you are in your life. 
Um, like so proud. I also, for a moment, don't think we ever once talked about what it is that Becca does as an entrepreneur. Um, so maybe we'll give her like a minute to it's do that before, we, before we're like, yeah, and wait, we're wait, done. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. You can follow me on social. You'll find out. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I can talk about yeah. it, but, um, but yeah, this whole like, I don't know what my life will be like for the next 18 years, which when you think about that, like I'm going to be 30 this year. So I don't, you know, I'm going to have this person living with me for for the next 18 years. Exactly. Right. Um, But I come from a big family. So it's not like the fact of having a a newborn that I have to take care of. I mean, obviously there's going to be the sleep deprivation and all of that that comes along with it, but I've always been around babies. So like holding a newborn that's literally minutes old is not terrifying to me. I'm like this. Like I, I got to hold both of my nephews when they were probably an hour old. So someone gives it to me. I put it on the ground. I don't know who gave it to me or why. And that's how you just Ryan back is. Away with your arms behind your back. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> smells cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. So, like, babies don't scare me. Oh, they fucking terrify. They really me. don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, but like you said, growing up with a big family, like you're geared towards that lifestyle, exactly. right? And I, I know people who, you know, didn't have younger cousins, didn't grow up with younger siblings, like never, they never had that situation. And those are the people who look at newborn babies and they're like, no, I'm going to, it's going to fucking explode if I hold it. Yes. Like I, so, I'm going to hit the self-destruct button on yeah. the top of the head. Like no yeah. way, don't, not yeah. even close. But when you're in that situation, you realize that they're resilient little bastards. Absolutely. Like they're not going to explode. Yes, be gentle and careful, but like. <laughs> they could have a poop explosion. They're not, well, yeah, that's, well. <laughs> They could throw they're, up on me. There's lots of ways they could They're almost most definitely explode. going to do that. But as long as the child's not yours, you can just hand them back to the parents and be like, this. man, I, I think he was about to poop. He didn't do it while I was holding him. But like, you know, But see, you that's that's where Ryan's coming from, right? He doesn't have a big family. Like both of his nieces now are teenagers. So he mm. hasn't, I mean, other than our nephews, like he has not been around babies. Really? That I didn't know. So it's... So I'm I am kind of juggling that even mm. with him where I'm like totally comfortable like give me all the babies I will mm. hold all of them I don't care how old they are um whereas with him like even when my nephew was 4 months old I you know handed him to Ryan to hold him and he's like what do I do like you just That feeling goes away really quick I, though. And I think it's different when it's your own, right? Like I think it's it's very different when it's your child it, versus it somebody sure, else's. But at the same time I grew up not being around really young mm-hmm. children so i i was in that mentality of like oh fucking i can't break the baby like you know terrified of yeah what do i do what do i say to a young child like it was such like you don't talk to them the same way and so i was very much in ryan's shoes and then alex and liz had ollie and you know well he's four now but like within the first year of their life like the first and my access to them was quite limited because mm-hmm. it was the uncle, not the father. Um, <clears throat> but it, it so quickly turns around and you, you know, you hold them three or four times and you're like, all right, I got this. Like, it's, it's totally fine. So he's going to, that, that feeling will go away Subs- almost subside. immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to be an amazing father. You're like, both going to be amazing. He's going to be amazing. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I know a lot of, um, 
I know a lot of parents who the mother is like the the parents rely so much on the mother to like do the midnight feedings and mm-hmm. do the changing and things like that. But I think Ryan will be the type to like wake oh, yeah. up in the middle of the night and be like, babe, I got this. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Like, no. You know so what? I, go back to sleep. Yeah. Which, would, which you also like, go, like, would you like an eye pillow? Which Stuff like that. I mean, spinning this back into a business thing, it goes it goes back to building your team mm-hmm. and having the right, surrounding yourself with the right people Absolutely. to build your own success. Yeah. Um, I hate to be the one that has to wrap it up. Weak. But you don't want to talk about my baby anymore? Fine. I mean, it's fine. I have somewhere after. I feel be. like your listeners don't care about my baby, so that's fine. Yeah, but they're cute. Babies <laughs> are cute. We don't know what they our are. listeners care about. That's I'm true. surprised yeah, we keep, have. I'm surprised keep, we even have listeners. <coughs> hey, why won't them, someone write us? I keep just telling let us them know to get in touch with about. us, but they don't um, give a fuck. I hope that everyone has a freaking fantastic fucking Friday, and I'm so happy that Becca came back for a second round, especially after that fucking show you put on last time. Yeah. Just sorry, okay. sorry about that. <laughs> I told you, just blame it on me. Just blame it. She was hormonal. We couldn't. It's okay. Do it. It's okay. I'll take the blame. Uh, I'm okay I just with want it. everyone to make choices. I don't have to be good or bad. Just make choices. Live your life. Live your life. Oh, hey. You know, come on. Rihanna, T-Pain, guys, nobody. Okay. And if you do want to know <laughs> what? what I do. <laughs> Give it to us. Well, so I am an entrepreneur. I <coughs> own my own health and wellness business as an Arbonne consultant. So... Um, we just specialize in really amazing high quality health and wellness products, everything that you use every single day. Um, but you can check out more of that on my Instagram. I'm not going to do a picture. Tell us your Instagram. Which changed from the first episode. So if anybody <laughs> followed me from the first episode, I mean, you're still following me. So that's great. But that's great. all we, the new we ones. something else up in episode okay, one. Fuck- in fact, a lot no, of shit up in episode one. It was, oh, it, it it was, was right accurate there. then. Okay, okay. I've just changed it since. Um, so it's simply, it's just my name. So it's Becca Snowden and then two underscores um, now. So you can follow along. I'm going to start documenting more of my pregnancy too because I think a lot of people are interested because I'm also a vegetarian. So a lot mm-hmm. of people have been asking me questions about what I've changed since finding out I was pregnant. Um, so I'm going to start documenting that a little bit more too because I think... I have a lot of friends who are vegetarians, so they want to know what, what you're to doing. prepare for. Yeah, you're amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's you can follow me there. I'm Thank not gonna... you for coming <laughs> on to the show. Thanks for listening. Do you have anything you want to say, Mike with wings? I no. I was gonna try and come up with something clever, but you guys nailed it. So anyway. <laughs> we love you too Aww. we'll um chat with you all next week and maybe we'll or we'll not have a guest uh that's a surprise also because we don't know uh. <laughs> bye we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> bye <laughs>